Welcome to Webcology. Webcology is the show that takes you into the deepest and darkest ends of the ecosystem on the internet. Our guides will take you on a journey into web marketing and bring you the experts and the information so that you can further explore the web marketing world. Now, here are the hosts of Webcology, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey everyone, welcome to Webcology here on webmasterradio.fm. It is the 16th of May, 2013, and we're joined by a Dave, but not Dave Davies. Uh, Dave Davies is at Search Engine Strategies in London. He's uh, currently eating or speaking or drinking or partying or whatever it is Dave does when he's at these conferences. We're joined instead by Dave Harry, a.k.a. The Gypsy, from uh, Verve Developments, and uh, Dave... Dude, thank you for jumping in and uh, yeah, yeah, save no here, right? <laughs> I was just talking to Brask about something else, and he's like, what are you doing in 10 minutes? I was like, uh, <laughs> uh, okay, all right. Thank you, Dave, by the way. We love you. Uh, our, 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 I've, said it, I, I've said it a million times, and I can't say it enough. Our incredible producer, Brasco, comes through again and makes my life that much easier. So, uh, yeah, Brasco, thanks, bro. It's been an interesting week. We've had a, a lot of new announcements from Google. We've uh, we've had a lot of st- uh, some information taken away by Google. Um, we uh, what else has happened this week? My goodness, we've uh, we see what we believe to be the at least the very beginnings of a new Penguin update. Um, and Matt Cutts has become like the video star. Wherever shall we start? Uh, why don't we start? Why don't we start with yesterday? Yesterday, the uh, sixth annual Google I.O. Developer Conference uh, opened in San Francisco. Uh, over 6,000 developers showed up, and they made a whole bunch of announcements. Uh, were, you, were you watching the, uh, the video? Yeah, I, I, no, I, ha- I was at points, but you know how busy we've been lately. But So yeah, bits and pieces, and I read an article that had like, the 47 highlights or changes, so it was a bit nutty. Everything from uh, maps to images to, you know, it wasn't a lot on actual search itself. It seemed to be local and the other, the other fringe services, you know what I mean? Oh, I know, but I could easily argue that all of that, many of those fringe services and local, right. find their way into the search yeah. in the biggest right. way, eh? Yeah, of course, um, the display elements are always changing with different, everything from knowledge graphs to local packs and what have you. Yeah, uh, let's start with maps. Google has uh, reintroduced their mapping service. I think this totally applies to local search. And Google's plans is to bring you a more personalized map based on your interests. So you know how Google changed its like search results so that, uh, David, you and I could be sitting in the same room on the same IP address using the exact same search terms and get two fairly different search sets of search results. Well, same thing's going to happen with Google Mapping. Um, for want of a better example, say we're in Toronto, sitting at the same, you know, on the same IP, and we both search Pizza Toronto. And it just happens that you order from Pizza Company A more often than I order from Pizza Company B. Or, or, or we left reviews, or or if we left reviews through through our Google Plus account, we've left a review on certain pizza places, not others. Yep. Then chances are, even if Pizza Company A is closer to me, I still won't see that result before you do. I'll I'll, I'll likely see Pizza Company B because that's where where my loyalty is. Even though Pizza Company A is closer to the to the place the search result was 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 done from. 
What, what, what do you think about that? Like the, the changing of maps, making them much more personalized. Yeah, but, you know, again, you know, being a patent hound and everything, you know, I mean, I, I, there's been behavioral targeting patents since, you know, who knows, 2002 kind of thing. So, you know, this has always been a dream of this personalized world, this personalized Google. So, so a lot of what's happening now isn't uh, out of reach because, you know, even back then they were, you know, they'd say stuff like, I don't want to get the tinfoil people going, but they'd have stuff like, <laughs> you know, data can be called from email, it can be called from other things, et cetera, not limited to, because I got to protect the future uses of a patent, let's say. Sure. So as socialism evolves and they find new ways to use this behavioral data, it, it's what they do. You, you look at DuckDuck, who their whole, um, you know, recent marketing campaign was <clears throat> anti-personalization, right? You know, Google's thinking for you kind of thing. But, but it, it's, you know, I'm sure they've done their testing and they know that this is what people are wanting is something more personalized each time. So and that even goes to sentiment review. I mean, sorry, sentiment analysis, meaning if you and I both left a review of the same restaurant in that area where we're sitting, um, but yours was negative and mine was positive, we might even see different results. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Uh, Google will expunge the one that I had negative feelings for or, or you know, try to expunge ones I have negative feelings for and try to give me a more positive experience. Does this, uh, does this change my relationship with my neighborhood? That's what, well, that's what has me going. You know, again, isn't this the whole risk of social media and, and social interactions to start with that, that you know, how much you, you're, do you want your friends to know? I'm kind of careful about that because people could be prejudiced because of the type of music I listen to or something, you know what I mean? So, you know, it becomes to that point eventually is how much is too much. You know, as a information scientist, behavioral targeting is awesomely cool. But as a human being, at what point, you know, at what point do you have to ask yourself, are the lines between commercial entities that have relationships with Google and, and that those that don't? Meaning, is Google going to be start slipping me things in that I didn't actually want, but I've become to so much to implicitly trust Google, I trust anything they tell me. So, so when are they, you know, taking that information too far? And, and again, obviously with advertisers, you know, look at the demographic data with Facebook ads. You know, all this is coming in the future with with Google. So, you know, it can be creepy. Man. I'm sorry, David. We can't let you order that pizza. I know it's that's probably it. not good for you. I'm sorry, Dave. <laughs> I, I, hey, Microsoft. Microsoft had a patent that would uh, use your camera if your camera was on or whatever. Or just biometric scanning in general to understand by their skin temperature, this and that, you know, how someone, if they're pleased or displeased with something. So uh, that, this was like 2008, I was reading about it. And at the time, I used a graphic like that. Sorry, Dave, this is not the syrup you were looking for. I'm sorry. So yeah, at what point does it get creepy? I don't know. That's, it's a problem, you know. Any married. But that's education because the common public. The common public, when I tell them that there's patents about these kind of things, they're like, really? <laughs> you know, it's the problem is, is we get used to that convenience that we're offered by technology and we don't think with our heads sometime where it could lead. You know, I hate to get Orwellian and everything, but, you know. Well, it, I mean, it is kind of Orwellian. At the same time, one can understand. Um, Larry Page was on stage yesterday, and one of the key things he said that I, I, I think was underreported on or, or barely mentioned was almost like a lament. There's... Uh, on the scale Google's working at, there's nowhere to test in a safe environment and get a real test done. There's only no, not a, yeah, not on the scale they've got to push it out to, you know? <laughs> so it's, like, it's only one place to test, and that's the live, the, the internet, the live world, the real world. And so, you know, we see things that might be Orwellian at, at the beginning, but that mightn't actually be Google's long-term intention. It just, that's just sort of how it 
rules out. You well, know? again, yeah. Again, as a information scientist, it's endlessly fascinating. You know, explicit, implicit signals and all the things they're they're looking at and have access to data to. It's when you kind of step back as an individual and take yourself out of the business and look at it like a normal person or, like I said, tell a normal person it exists and watch the look on their face. That's where, you know, the, the whole societal end comes. But it's neat. It's interesting stuff for sure. Uh, okay. Another thing that Google announced yesterday was a significant redesign of, uh, of Google+, the, uh, the Google's identity engine slash social network environment. You and I – Pinterest Plus? <laughs> Pinterest Plus. No, I thought you meant Facebook Plus. Yeah. Um, I was in I – I got my very first taste of uh, Google Plus, the new Google Plus this morning. I didn't have a chance to check it out yesterday and I, I was stunned. It was um, – yeah, Pinterest Plus. I mean that, that, that's pretty close. That's the first day of reactions a lot of people were saying. But you know, I spent a little more time with it this morning because we had that thing later. So I was playing around and very interesting. You know, you can – um, when you're on your timeline now up at the top, it'll have your different circles or whatever. I believe they're still calling them that. And you can actually just, you know, in a click view just what my friends are saying, which is maybe I've got 15 people on that one, you know, or I can see what dojo members are saying, you know, by clicking on that one. And it's very accessible to change your timeline to your various uh, circles and groups. Kind of enhances that, that whole time it takes to build those groups and everything. So, yeah, it, I like the filtering with that. Um, yeah, the galleries are you know somewhat the same. Nice though, pages they got the big ass graphics again. That's gonna have to be dealt with. Well, okay, so that was that's because of pages, is it? Because okay, so I'm going through uh, Google Plus this morning, and I'm reading down. Now I'm seeing two columns. Okay, and, you can switch uh, that again at the top of your timeline now to the very right, folks listening. You'll see more, and in that drop down more, um, it's got an option for single uh, column or double column. You can actually okay, change well, it. I'm going down, and I know you can change it. So sometimes you can go to more and get less, which is kind of cool. Um, that's very googly, isn't it? More actually means yeah, less. <laughs> that's very googly. Um, so I'm going down my page, and I'm seeing the two lines. Uh, you know, I got Danny Sullivan, um, Search Engine Journal, Search Engine Watch, and then there's this one big full screen picture of Pete Cashmore that just pops up on my screen. And my, I have this like massive monitor. I just got this new monitor the other day. It's like super huge, like life size. And so I have this life size Pete Cashmore in front of me. Um, and I'm wondering, how the hell did he get that? So that's Google Pages, is it? That's a business page that shows up and takes my entire screen. Oh no, no, even people's personal profiles. Uh, the the header graphics have changed sizes. <laughs> this is the third time in a month because we used to have the one size. Then they started something new two and a half weeks ago, so we had to change our graphics. Then they did something new again today, yesterday, whatever, and now I have to go back and, and recreate them all again to make them smaller. You can actually put smaller ones in, as would, but it's just, you know, as marketers, <laughs> when you've got multiple accounts to manage, believe me, I'm doing lots of them right now. <laughs> well, note, note to Google, um, I like Pete Cashmore. He's a good guy, but I, I mean, like, seriously, if I want him full screen, I'll Skype him. Well, we kind of we, we kind of joked in the chat room earlier about do as I say in the sense that Google's always talking about uh, um, content above the fold, right? <laughs> well, but their own social service they put a big ass picture that takes up the entire thing. So, in, indeed. Okay, what else have we got? I I want to talk about changes to Google Search, but I want to do it a little bit later. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to go to a commercial break in a few minutes. So let's let's save changes to Google Search. Um. Google's announced a pay-for-all-you-can-eat music service via Google Play. 
Uh, Google has announced major major updates to Android. Um, Google has announced uh, uh, a, a new update to Chrome, focusing on mobile and speed. And I'm curious um, when you when you look at Google focusing on speed and focusing on Chrome for mobile, and then uh, making you know fairly significant updates to Google Plus, which we know to be Google's actual search engine, and saying it's doubling down on uh, on mobile and Android. What is it, what do you think that means to SEOs? You know, this is one of those non cookie cutter answers in the sense that. You still got to go into your analytics and see how many people are actually access your site with these platforms. You know, it's it's all a time investment. It's all you know, is it worth it? You know, so again, it's market driven. It's going to be driven by data. Hopefully, by instead, of, you know, a lot of people have the knee jerk reactions and oh, I'm going to optimize for mobile and we're going to spend thousands on this, that, and the next, thing, which is a great idea. But you know, I, I still like to look at the analytics and see, okay, what are we? What devices are we being accessed? And that's all there now. So you know what I mean? There was you know 17 new additions to uh, filters for Google Analytics this week. So for custom reports, you can isolate um, your mobile stuff. And mobile was a big chunk of that. Social was the other, obviously. Um, and with the mobile, you can isolate down to the device, you know what I mean, tablets and what type of tablets and all this other stuff and create yourself some nice custom reports in that way. And sure, go look at it. And, and if you're finding people are coming from these devices, then, yep, you better grab one and write it off in your taxes, by the way, folks. <laughs> that's, that's what I do with everything. Well, hey, hey I, got a six, I got a 60-inch TV that I hook up to my computer, speaking of big monitors. And, you know, that's getting written off because I've got to see how my website might look on a 60-inch TV. So... You know what? There's nothing wrong with that. Honestly, honest to goodness, we're small business people. We employ people. We generate wealth. And it costs money to run your business. I mean, uh, that's money you you may or may not have. It's a 60-inch TV and this is playoff season. But that's money you may or may not have spent um, otherwise. um, Recognize it is playoff season. Yes, Um, when it's best used. But I literally don't have cable of any kind. I have Netflix, I have Hulu, and other things that I do for, that I have a computer hooked up to the TV. And all my, you know, Discovery Channel has all their shows there. So, right, anyways, so, um, so back to the book. Yeah, get this. Yeah. Thank God for the CBC. You know, I think about the, I guess, how I think about the mobile thing is for years we heard the mobile lose. This is the year of mobile. Okay, okay. Maybe it wasn't last year. This is year. And I think it went from 06 to maybe, you know, 2011 or something. And finally mobile came of age. So I think it's a slow revolution with mobile. Again, look at your data, look at and do what makes sense with the client's budget and, and, and operate accordingly. Will you have to incorporate it in your strategy at some point? Most definitely. But, you know, you might be able to do that through social channels at this point if it doesn't warrant a full, you know, site overhaul. So. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're uh, four minutes from going to break. Let's move on. We'll get back to Google in a few minutes. But we have on the line right now, sitting waiting patiently, we have Ms. Selsonson Ross, who has spent the last couple of days in South Beach, Florida, lucky girl, at the Interactivity Conference. Uh, Michelle, how was the hey. show? show is rocking. Okay. And so is the sun, by the way. Well, you're uh, you're in South Beach, and I understand you're outside uh, lounging by the pool. Oh yeah, I am enjoying this spot between the bar and the pool. I am a happy camper. Okay, well, uh, Michelle, I'm uh, sorry to get your company name in there. Fire from Firestarter Fire Media. Um, we got we have uh, about five minutes. Tell us quickly. Tell us a little bit about interactivity. This was this was the first interactivity, wasn't it? This is the very first interactivity. Yeah. 
conference. Um, it is put on by Interactivity Marketing out of um, South Carolina. Uh, Myrtle Beach. That's what I was trying to think of. Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Okay, that's, uh, that's Gary Henderson from uh, Interactivity from Marketing. Uh, Interactivity Marketing in Myrtle Beach. Yep. Right, right. And you know what? For a first-time show, it has been so smooth and so right on. I mean, top-notch list of speakers. Um, one track, so everybody gets to see everybody. Um, nice, intimate room, and it's a full room. Okay. Now, let me some of the speakers. You have, like, Greg Bozer, Lauren Baker, Rand Fishkin. Um, who, else we have, who else do you have there? Uh, Paul Shankman, Todd Malicote, um, Simon Hesseltine, Andy Beal. Stop me anytime you need me to. <laughs> Marty Weintraub was here yesterday, and typical Marty Weintraub, he's already gone. Okay, Marty was in here, he was out again. Okay, and yeah. it goes on. <laughs> um, I, I love doing my Marty impression. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what was the most impactful, uh, who was the most impactful speaker? Oh, wow. Is that hard to say? Only because there has been so much really good thought leadership provided by just about everybody here. Um, absolutely, everybody loved Rand's keynote. Uh, sorry if you can hear the drink blender going on in the background. Hey, I'm going to have a hobby. <laughs> but... Um, Rand was absolutely excellent, as expected. We are talking Rand Fishkin here. Um, Marty Weintraub had everybody flabbergasted by the time he was done with them. Uh, you know what? Even some of the newbies to the scene, um, like Victoria Edwards. I, I did not know this until after her presentation, but that's actually the first time she's presented at a conference. She was stellar talking about content marketing. Very good. You know, it's funny. I, I know Victoria, and I wouldn't call her a newbie, but that, that was her first time presenting. Good for her. That's what she said. Huh. Good for her. Um, okay, I understand. Um, like you were down there. You were doing uh, roving reporting for Webmaster Radio from, uh, from Interactivity. I'm doing a little bit of everything. This is one of the few <laughs> conferences I'm actually not speaking at, and I think I'm working every bit as hard, if not harder, than the speakers themselves. Don't you just love uh, yeah, media badge? I have a Webmaster Radio recording device, and I have sat down with several people already, uh, Simon and Victoria in particular. Um, Alan Blyweiss I got on tape for you guys. Nice, nice. So, um, yeah, and I'll probably snag a few more before the day's over with. Okay, I have uh, one more area of questioning before we have to go to break, and this is on everybody's mind, and I apologize for putting you in the position, but you're the one who was there <laughs> yesterday at lunch. Uh, Lauren Baker and Greg Bozer uh, got up, and they did the Truth Will Tell session about Blue Glass. What can you tell us about that? Um, as expected, it was a publicly friendly conversation, if that is appropriate. I mean, nobody drug any skeletons out of the closet or anything like that. Bozer was really actually very honest about, you know, what went wrong just as far as a business model, that kind of thing. Um, he very honestly said, you know what, we really just didn't keep up with some of the trends, which was like, oh, interesting. But um, 
a lot no of it com- was just no kind of. <laughs> that's a st- I think it's a stunning admission for Greg to make from the stage. Uh, but, it is, yeah, yeah for sure. For it sure. is, but I mean, like I said, we we didn't get into any of of the details of what's happening to Blue Class as a company now. Um, that will all come out yeah. the wash. Yeah, and which isn't as relevant, I think, as as the other statement. You know what I mean? That right. someone's coming out and. You know, again, there can't be enough of us on the pulpit screaming at people that you know things have changed. You got to think differently. So, right. that, I think that's the just important. Someone. Yo, I want to take a. Step oh no, back. I know, I know. Say Greg, just I someone. This is Greg Bozer, one of the legends of SEO. Right, but I'm just saying that that's more important to me as far as at a conference than the drama of what happened in the nitty gritty. But you know, so. mm-hmm. no, for sure, for mm-hmm. sure. Sure, sure. It's, the more people that can stand up on the pulpit and say, you know, hey guys, things have changed. Start thinking with your heads here, and because you, you, it, it's damaging the industry in general, right? It's giving, it's giving. That's why everyone wants to be an inbound marketer now, or whatever. So, oh, well, you know, if if I can, you know, play Pollyanna for just a moment, um, Blue Glass was juggling a lot of clients. They're trying to do their best for their clients, and you know, as an independent consultant myself, I can see how you could fall into that thinking of, well, this is, it's working. I, I've been having success. I'm going to keep doing it. Well, that's it right. And, keep, and that's what you know, everyone and did. And keep the clients going. Unfortunately, a lot of the things that came along were retroactive, meaning things you did last year. We always joked that it's like, you know, changing the speed limit outside your house and giving you a ticket for doing that old speed last year. <laughs> you know, so, <laughs> you know, everyone got kind of caught in this and retroactively. So what was working, people were mass producing for clients and then it was all retroactive when everyone got screwed. So there you go. Okay. And I'm afraid we're going to have to, uh, Michelle, we're going to have to leave it at that with interactivity. I know we're going to be getting a lot more uh, reports. Well, then we're going to get a lot of interviews from Interactivity coming up next week on Webmaster Radio, courtesy of Michelle Sitzman-Ross from Firestarter Media. Uh, Michelle, we will be talking to you in just over an hour on the Google Hangout, the uh, Search News Central Google Hangout that's coming up um, at 3.30 Eastern. So I'm going to let you go, um, get, have a little bit of fun. And at the, mo- at the same time, we have to go for a few minutes here on Webcology. We've got to take a commercial break, but we'll be coming back. Um, so on behalf of David Harry from uh, Verve, Oh, my God. David, where are you from? <laughs> Canada in a cave. That's what it says in my profile. Uh, verb, 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 verb development. I knew it was verb go. development. Where did that yeah, feel wrong go. coming out my mouth? <laughs> anyway, on behalf of David Harry from Verb Developments, this is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media. You're listening to Webcology on WebmasterRadio.fm. Stay tuned. Back after these messages. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology. We'll be back after this short break. I'm John Ball, and I'm one of the founders of Page One Power. Page One Power is a custom link building firm based in Boise, Idaho. We increase search rankings and web traffic for world-class brands and mom-and-pop shops all around the globe. Our link building strategies work because we focus on relevancy and quality, and we don't outsource anything. Our in-house staff of professional writers and researchers is the best in the industry. We're the link builders you've been looking for. Visit us today at pageonepower.com. Conversion Conference makes its way back to Chicago, June 11th through the 13th. Register now at conversionconference.com. Conversion Conference Chicago 2013 will feature the best in conversion marketing to help you drive leads and revenue. Plus, WebmasterRadio.fm's Tim Ash will host a premium half-day of landing page optimization training. 
learn how to create persuasive content, design landing pages that trigger your visitors to action, and convert blog readers into customers. WebmasterRadio.fm listeners can get $100 off early bird registration by going to conversionconference.com and using promo code WMFM. Remember to listen to Tim Ash Mondays on WebmasterRadio.fm for landing page optimization. For the latest details on Conversion Conference, register right now for Conversion Conference Chicago 2013, June 11th through the 13th at ConversionConference.com. Time now for another exciting episode of Face of Analytics. Brought to you by AnalyticsSEO.com. In our last adventure, our hero was fending off his evil nemesis, Rhino the Algorithm. That ruthless rhino has updated the algorithm again, and our website is falling down the rankings fast. Have no fear. Use our automated SEO tool to stay updated and to monitor your site with detailed reports. Or use our multi-site project management tool to manage all of your sites to stay on top. Take it from our fearless friend and be your own SEO hero with AnalyticsSEO.com. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Help, help, I'm stuck in a pro play and there's a rhino chasing me. Sorry. Oh, yeah, we're back. Hey, everyone, welcome back to Webcology here on WebmasterRadio.fm. This is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media, joined by Dave Harry from Verve Development, and we're stuck in a pro play with rhinos chasing us. Okay, we're not yeah, starting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nobody gets that joke. What's the matter? You guys, you guys didn't go to didn't 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 didn't, didn't go to um didn't get your like fine arts degrees out, did you? Apparently, no. no. Bloody hell. Okay, uh, before we jump back into changes at Google or to any SEO stuff, there has been one significant change in the industry that I want to uh, I want to mention here and now. Two days ago. Um. Uh, an SEO I, do, I just truly admire. Rhea Drysdale had a baby. Her and her husband, Brad Cornelius, had a child named Liam. Um, they are uh, all well. Apparently, Rhea still has ten fingers and ten toes, so she's all good. And uh, just went home from the hospital today. So, Liam, welcome to Earth. And uh, Rhea and Brad, congratulations. Very, very pleased to read about stuff like that. Okay, moving right along. Uh, Google has been going after link networks, hasn't it? I guess for years. I don't, you know, again, we hear the publicized ones. We hear the larger ones. But I, I doubt that, you know, I, I've seen well, situations where, where even clients that had 30, 40 little blogs and were playing the game um, that, that had them and got nuked. So, yeah, well, I guess it's just the more prominent ones that make the news. Oh, you but know. David, I'm looking at a tweet from the one and only Matt Cutts bragging. In fact, we took action on several thousand link sellers in a paid link that passes page rank network earlier today. That was uh, yesterday. Yay, more money for me. <laughs> <laughs> Thank so, you, Matt. I love you, dude. Keep the you know, dollars flowing. Let's try to break this down a little bit for listeners. What does he mean when he says we took action? Yeah, that's going to be manual, meaning they've gotten um, notifications of Webmaster Tools. of so there's you know The two we see most of are unnatural links, which are inbound, and you get notifications that they think you're selling them, you know what I mean, or you're selling PageRank or whatever. So that more than likely would mean that a whole whack of people yesterday got uh, 
notifications. This happened back last year on July 14th, if I recall, that um, Google changed um, You know who gets notifications. They used to always be careful in the sense that they don't want to give the spammers too much information. So if you, they think you're a hardcore spammer, they're not going to send you an, uh, a natural link penalty message, right? Because they don't want you to know where the threshold is. Because you're spamming away and all of a sudden you get a message, you're like, oh, okay, there's the threshold i got to stay under. Um, so they changed that last year to pretty much, I think they said 80 or 90% of people that, that have manual actions will get some kind of notification. And so it was so many people I had seen was like, that would come to me, I'd look at, it was the same day, July, July 14th, July 14th, it was tons of them. So I would expect that a few thousand websites got uh, some uh, manual action messages in Google Webmaster Tools yesterday. <laughs> That's my uh, first thoughts, I guess. Okay, but again, when he says we took action, does he mean he's devalued links? Has he banned people from the from the from the index? Uh, what does "we took action" mean? Uh, I'm going to guess in these situations again that this is this will be the notification that we think you were um, selling links for PageRank. If they think you're selling them, and if of course you've bought them somewhere, um, you won't necessarily get a penalty unless you have you know like, uh, a history of many other sites. But you're going to obviously lose any juice you're getting from them. So they would get dampened, obviously. Anything coming from, you know, any links coming out of that site would be dampened. So if you've bought a link on that network, it's probably going to show in your rankings. Doesn't mean you were penalized because, again, you know, it, it could be the loss of juice that's had you dropping. But, yeah, the people that own the sites, I'm sure they all woke up to a nice little message yesterday. So, Well, uh, earlier this week... Um Matt cuts like they, they wouldn't de-index them. You'd still find them in the index in most cases, which is, you know, because I've seen um, reconsideration request replies where they'll, Google will say this link and that link, and, you know, four to five times their directory links. You go to that directory, it's still indexed all well and good. It's just obviously it's been cut off and it's not passing equity. So Well, indeed, and the equity of those links has either devalued or just simply disappeared, and uh, you, you, the ranking will naturally dip because of that. Earlier this week, uh, Matt Cutts released uh, probably the most comprehensive uh, weather report slash weather prediction report he's ever um, he's ever issued. He gave us nine points to look out for moving into the summer. One of which was wholesale link devaluing. Was or could this have been um, what he was talking about? No. No, that no, that's going to be Penguin, and I'm sorry to laugh at all those in advance who are going to be spanked, but uh, no, that's Penguin stuff. And again, you know, the way he's described it is there was the original Penguin algorithm, and all they did was refresh it, kind of like, you know, the old days of the Google Dance refreshing the index every month. Um, Panda was integrated right into the algos, so whatever, and I'm sure they're working on that with Penguin. But up until this one that's coming out, which this one's sort of a rewrite, Meaning they've mm -hmm. taken data, what they've learned, and da da da. And as someone would say, information from disavowed tools. <laughs> but um, you know, they've taken that apparently and rewritten it, or not. Re you know what I mean? Added to the code, tweaked it, and whatever. And so this is a new one rolling out. So we would assume after this, if it doesn't become part of the, the whole algo, we would assume after this that each. That's why he told Danny that this should be 2.0, and the other one should be 1.2 and one whatever. It's for that reason. So this this will be the next rewrite that they'll run for maybe another couple of iterations, and either incorporate it into the algo, or you know we'll see iterations of it run in the future. So, but it's good that 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 announcement he's talking about um, Penguin, and it it should be interesting. You know well, you what know I mean? 
there's things like infographics, guest blog. Again, look look at what SEOs write on their blogs and take a wild guess. <laughs> you know, like you know the oldest seek. You know, remember when we didn't talk about Fight Club, Jim? Once upon a time, <laughs> or we had news. Yep. You know, you had, you had you had news lists you were on. You know, <laughs> and things like that. You mentioned a few moments ago that he was talking about Penguin, and I'm going to suggest that a lot of SEOs are talking about Penguin. Uh, starting yesterday, moving into today, a, a large uptick in uh, in talk about. Um, what appears to be linked evaluation. Webmaster World is talking about a Penguin update that, that they say is starting to roll out now. What's your gut telling you? Um, it's entirely possible. I don't think I've seen enough of it elsewhere, meaning, you know what I mean, Facebook groups and Google Plus groups and, and you know, chat rooms and you know what I mean. You know my life. So um, I haven't heard enough grumblings at this point to say that because, you know, he's saying this will be the most talked about, blah, blah, blah. You know, this started months ago so so for the amount of grumblings we're hearing i i'm still i wouldn't call it at this point it's kind of like an election right <laughs> i'm not gonna call it at this point no you know don't talk right. to me about elections you knew you'd get me on that one didn't you but uh yeah i i i don't know yet i wouldn't say so because again i would be hearing it on a lot more fronts i would figure you know so we'll play it by beer either way though you know it, it, it's supposed to be the big thing. They're proud of it, and it's obviously going to have to do with links and devaluations of some kind. And you know, you know, there's a uh, there's a, a passage in the Bible: "What the Lord giveth, the Lord taketh away." Yes, sir. And we get the same thing with Google. Google used to give us so much information, sometimes on purpose, sometimes inadvertently. And now it seems to be, you know taking that information away, little strip by little strip by little strip. As a matter of fact, in Search News Central, yesterday, sir, you promoted an article that suggests that Google actually has a war on SEOs. And that, that premise has been flown. And, and it, I guess it, it really depends on how to the letter of the, the word you want to take it. You know what I mean? What Matt Cutts does is called adversarial information retrieval. <laughs> you know what I mean? By the name of it alone, you know, you, you could see that. And I've seen many a video like on, um, I believe it's video tutorials or video something. Anyways, it's university sessions. And I've seen guys training and they talk about SEOs or anyone manipulating algorithms and so on. They don't take it in a kind light. I always used to say it's to people, it's, it's like you're sitting there making a dinner for your family and someone comes along and just starts pouring some hot stuff and some this and that into it while you're cooking. And you're like, what the hell did you just do? I'm trying to make a nice meal for my family. That's how they feel about their algorithms. They're trying to build a good search engine and we're coming along and saying, ha, 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 let's, we know how to get around it. So I understand that. Is Google the enemy? I don't know. They, I, I don't think, uh, I think we take ourselves too seriously. We're not that big an issue. You know, okay. the, real, the, the real black hats might, and the people with the malware, and the people taking advantage, great. You know, um, are we the enemy? I, it's, it's, I wouldn't say enemy. You know, let's, let's, you know I, I, again, they need us to help them index information. We can expedite that, and we can help as webmasters or, or in our roles to, to help make websites faster and more usable. And, you know, and I mean, I want to be a Google fanboy, but our, if their stated goal is for the user, ours is the same. We should be, you know, in... A little tighter than we are, maybe, adversarially. Well, I, I think I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to absolutely agree with you. Our job is to enhance user experience. Um, we owe that to our clients as much as we owe that to the users themselves. Um, that's, just, that's just good webmastering. But again, I, 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 I can't help but um, think of the 
first 15%, then 20%, then 35%, now upwards of 50 to some, in some cases up into the 80% of non-referral data. Um, I can't help but think that it's sites. at like 72% or something. It's uh, various, you know, various operators that used to work and just for some reason don't work so well anymore. I mean, it's like, it, it feels like Google is trying to make the optimizer's job a little bit harder or Google is trying to direct optimizers, trying to steer I, I us think, in specific I think, directions. I think, again, part of our evolution is you know take yourself out of the link building scenario to right away and can, let's pretend that's not even SEO. Let's pretend that's its own world, you know. And no I've talked, here. but I've talked to Deborah Mistaller a lot of times, and you know we always talk about that. You know, link building is almost its own discipline, you know. Um, so let's take ourselves out of that. And so now we're enabling a website. We're we're working with the team as far as the architecture. We're working with content teams as far as ways to structure content best. You're an advisor. You know, the SEO wants to take that horn, you know, the reins, and he wants to be everything. He wants to be all those different jobs. But at the end of the day, maybe our job is just advising them and advising the on-site team and advising the content people on ways that they can better optimize whatever it is they are doing. Maybe that is the new SEO. Oh, I said the new SEO. No. Ah. <laughs> anyway. I know. I'm going to hear it in the chat room in a second. Anyway, so you know what I mean? Maybe that is the job, and, and, and you've you got to think attracting links more than building them these days. Now, uh, Michelle said I, – I do wish Michelle was still on the line, and we, we will be talking to her again in a Google Plus Hangout uh, within the hour. But she said something that I, I found um, – it, it raised my eyebrows. I'm, I can't see you in this conversation. I'll see you in the next conversation. I bet you it raised your eyebrows too. Greg Bozer's on stage saying, we at Blue Glass simply didn't keep up. We were doing old school SEO things. And I understand that there was a great deal of conversation at Interact at the uh, Interactivity Conference in South Beach uh, yesterday and, and today. To be honest, to be honest it's, it's fitting it's, it's Greg because he was really actually brought in to help them get evolve past their, their current tactics. So, you know what I mean? I understand that. You know, he's now, the right guy to say that. So, but 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 what? What I was trying to to build into was conversation at interactivity, where people are trying to figure out to to steal your phrase, and I, 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 I don't mean to take you with this, but to steal your phrase, people are trying to figure out what the new SEO is. I find that quite interesting. You have folks like Todd Malicott, Simon Hesseltine, Greg Bozer. Um, Victoria Edwards, uh, uh, Lauren, Lauren Baker, and other legendary SEOs, and people are sitting around talking about what the new SEO is, much like we're going to be talking about in the next hour. The, uh, in one way, it's validating, because the honest truth is the reason I'm talking about this so much is I'm trying to figure it out myself. Um, Again, I think the easiest way to teach anyone at this point is to remove the link-building equation. And and now what's left of your job? You know, your job, you know, and, and what your job becomes is the site and the 301s and the, and the architecture and all these other things that SEOs never worried about for the last five, six years because their favorite phrase was throw some more links at it. You know, so, uh, but, but, yeah, but David, from, from what you're saying, you know, from what you're saying, you, you, you have to believe that all these great people, all these phenomenal minds had thrown all their all their efforts at link building over the last few years. Like not at all. People like Deborah are doing fine because they didn't rely on on the, the common man tactics. They were doing outreach. They were doing more like 
you know, public relations outreach, not, you know, a million little letters asking to put something on your blog. Um, they were already doing stuff like that. So they were already liaisoning with, with, with the social department. They were already liaisoning with the PR departments. They were already liaisoning in these other areas. And so, so that's where that energy of link building goes is, again, you're attracting links as much as anything. You're forming relationships, and, and that's your network. Your network's not a whole bunch of little black hat sites that filter the PR to this one and send it over to that one. No, now link building becomes the actual work of being creative, about doing something useful and remarkable. You know? Okay, and uh, we're going to have to leave it on that for the next few minutes. We have to take another commercial break here on uh, Webcology at webmasterradio.fm. So on behalf of David Harry from... Verve Development. This is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media. You're listening to Webcology and Webmaster Radio and FM. Stick around. We're going to our third, third and final segment of the day after these messages. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology. We'll be back after this short break. Aim clear. This is how you sell with social. Have you tried to do CPA conversions using social PPC and failed? <laughs> You're not alone. These days, Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube require true specialists to dominate. <laughs> AimClear, the agency, brings definitive psychographic targeting, bleeding-edge creative, and killer content amplification to the social advertising table. AimClear, this is how you sell with social. AimClear, this is how you sell with social. Oh yeah, my day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brad Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. My name is Jim Gray, and I am a judge of the Superior Court in California. Did you know that since the federal government first banned marijuana in 1937, that usage in this country has gone up by about 4,000%? Or that an American is arrested on marijuana charges every 38 seconds? If you are wondering if any of this makes sense, you are not alone. To find out more, contact the Marijuana Policy Project at 1-877-JOIN-MPP or visit them on the web at mpp.org. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here are the host, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Webcology here on webmasterradio.fm. We're moving into our third segment of the afternoon. It's the 16th of May, 2013, and I'm joined not by Dave Davies, who's gallivanting around Europe. I'm joined by Dave Harry from Verve Development, who is gallivanting around Eastern Ontario. Um, okay, Dave, where do you want to go now? we got we got about 10 minutes left. we still got a whole bunch of googly stuff to talk about. Um, is there anything that's just, like, jumping in your mind right now? <laughs> yeah, what's going to happen in half an hour? No, uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. Yeah, my mind's always, I guess, in the same place. You know what I mean? All these changes. Like, I was just putting in the window there that... You know, Matt, in a video, the, his infamous video this week, he says, make a great site that people love, tell their friends about, bookmark, and come back to over and over again. 
right? Yep. So, so you know is what that means. Like 2008. No, this is the video. Yeah, but no, but here's what SEO hears, right? Site that people will love. Tell their friends about. Okay, social signals. Okay, uh, bookmark. Okay, bookmarks are a ranking signal. Okay, okay. Come back to. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Come back to over, over again. Oh, they're using Google Analytics data. They must be. Yes, that's what it is. <laughs> you know, so. Oh, it just kills me. And that's the weird, I think that's where part of the gap comes is that there's never a shortage of any SEOs or or people in the industry when Matt says something saying, you know, either trying to read between the lines or saying it's all bold and and so on. You know, it's like I just could hear them in my head. And it's like, you know, sometimes you just got to listen to what they're saying. You know, it, it sounds all googly and all, but the end of the day it all depends why you're doing it if you're doing a bunch of black hat sites to make 10 bucks a day off a thousand sites groovy to you but if you are working with a multinational <laughs> you might want to start listening <laughs> you know just now, you know. do seos take matt cuts too literally or do um, some in the seo community take matt cuts way too literally some take them literally some refuse to believe anything he says and others read between the lines you know and and it's we all know it's going to be con- company mantra but at least they're telling us. At least you know it goes back to you with the transparency thing. You know, you know, sure they're not telling us exactly what's going on, but at least they're telling us something. Well, let me let me ask you the classic election question: Are you getting more information from Google today than you were four years ago? Oh, indeed, indeed, I am. You know, I mean, the, the, what I have in Google Webmaster Tools alone is gold. You know, there's the, the query data, a lot of the things in there you can actually use as an SEO. Again, going back to what is SEO and all that, mm-hmm. um, you know, you can use so much of this data that we didn't have before. Because it's, yeah, great if I got some analytics package, but I want to know what Google knows. I want to, you know, I want to get a better pulse. And, you know, I, I can go to Majestic. I can go to Ahrefs, get my list of links. But, you know, I'd prefer to go to Google because at least I know they know about these ones. You know, and, and there's so much data and information in there. Communication-wise... You know, the, the the weather reports were back for a while, and I guess they didn't, you know, those disappeared. But, you know, as a geek, that was always interesting to see what was going on. I, I, I think, you know, there is a lot more out there. You know, the Webmaster Tools videos and, and things like that, you know, who else is doing that? Like, you know, think, think about it in your world is, is you know, it, it, I don't care. Are you working with MySQL and PHP and, or whoever? Like, how, what, how much information is out there about your job? And, and we've got the people that we're essentially, again, their enemies because we're messing with their algos talking to us, which is mighty big of them, don't you think? Would you talk to your enemies? <laughs> well, indeed, although I'm, I'm, again, I'm not convinced that Google thinks of us as enemies. I'm not even sure they think of us as frenemies. Well, that's why you know. it's master tools, not SEO tools. <laughs> Indeed. Hoping, hoping the odd developer might be using that information, too. So. Well, and again, you know, I'm, I, I dare say that's why we're called Webmaster Radio rather than SEO Radio. And maybe, you know, maybe the role of the SEO is to be a really good marketing webmaster. As it should be. You know, we're, again, I, I keep going back to it, but we're the liaison between Google and the rest of the, the, the elements of a website. The, web, the guy, the developers, the programmers, the people doing the graphics, the people doing the, the you know, uh, um, the social channels, the people doing everything. We are that liaison between the company and Google, you know, and that's how we might want to start looking at ourselves more instead of just as we're here to spam links and get you to the top of the rankings. Because if you liaison to all those areas properly, you will increase your rankings, I'll guarantee you. And you will send the signals that Google wants to see, you know. Right down to the reviews on Google Local, you know what I mean? They're all signals. They're all citations. Now, a, a few years ago, when Tim Mayer was still at Yahoo, 
he would give um, biweekly reports on where Yahoo was at, what they were looking at, what signals were important to them, and those were called the weather reports. I'd suggest that uh, Matt Cutts, in fact, is keeping up with weather reports, although not nearly as regularly as uh, Tim Mary used to. But, I mean, the video earlier this week, that was a, that was a hell of a predictive report. Yeah, it was nice. It was very nice. You know, remember the Yahoo weather reports once upon a time? That's, I think, where the term came from, isn't it? Well, yeah, that, that was Tim Mayer when he was working yeah, with yeah. Yahoo. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And like I said, the other ones they used to do, though, were on like the, you know, it was on one of the geekier blogs, but they would publish the project name and the everything, you know, I'm the guy who follows that stuff. But they had like the project name and each month they'd put out the 60 or 70 changes. It averaged between 30 and 50 changes a month they'd list over on the blog, too. So they do exist out there for those geeks looking, but they stopped doing that a month or two ago. Okay, we're moving into our last five minutes of the show, and um, we've been uh, excuse me, we've been working really hard over the last, uh, I'd say six weeks to yeah. set up a uh, a unique experience that we're going to be taking part in in well, just like forty minutes from now, um, and I, I want to spend a little bit of time talking about this. I, I, don't get many many larger audiences than, than we have now. So, um, we're doing a Google Hangout this afternoon. We're doing a Google Plus Hangout on air. Uh, Dan Thies, David Harry, myself, Jim Hedger, Michelle Stinson Ross, and Dave Davies, who will uh, put off his gallivanting over in Europe for an hour to uh, come hang out with us in this Hangout. And the topic, <laughs> oddly enough, is Integrated SEO 2013, otherwise known as What the Hell Are You in 2013 and What Are You Doing? Um, oh, it's kind I'm of fun. We had this conversation. I got to tell you. <laughs> I got to tell you it was fun having this conversation because I even just thought of a few things I hadn't. So, Well, as long as, you, as, long as we remember to, uh, you know, we're allowed to say the same thing twice. We have a different audience in a few minutes. Um, what do you think, though, going into this? I've never done a Hangout before. I love doing um, radio. I've been doing radio I, for seven yeah, years. For, for anybody listening, you know what I mean? I, I spent a few hours this morning watching and, oh, and during the last few weeks watching different Hangouts. So there, there was a girl doing a workout show this morning, right? And she had, you know, like her customers there and critiquing Peachy others. Show. There. Um, there, no, it was just a workout thing. And there was another one. Uh, was Fox 11 uh, Los Angeles has a live running stream on there. Um, there was another guy doing Android development. There was a guy teaching English, you know, to these foreigners, and and I sat there watching that for a while. And a lot of people struggling their way through them. You know what I mean? The the, the quality of visual isn't there, but you know, you start thinking about this. Let's say, you know what I mean? You you, you got to maybe Google Glass or something like that. You know, you could be given virtual tours and have the people in your hangout asking questions to ask like the tour guide or something. You know, um, th- th- it's kind of endless. I think these hangouts are are the one thing that they have over. Oh, sorry, hold on. Get rid of the phone. It, it, I think it might be actually the one thing they have over Facebook. You know, Facebook's almost 2.0, and these guys are 3.0 because it's streaming on YouTube, which has a few people watching, you know. Um, there, There is a place for these, and I, I do see it more than more and more I play with it, you know what I mean? So uh, anyone who's listening live, um, go to searchnewscentral.com. Up on the front page of searchnewscentral.com, you'll find a link to the Hangout that we're going to be at. Um uh, Dave, is it a? It's not an easy one to read out over the air, is it? They, that's actually just easier to refer them to the website, eh? Yeah, it's right beside the home button. It says SNC Live. It's right in the top top navigation. So 
It'll so, always be uh, their dedicated page every week or month or whenever they're on. So check in early. Try to get there for like 325 or so. The whole gang's going to show up for um, 330. The room will be open earlier, but we're just not going to be doing anything in it. Um, and again, I've got to tell you, this is, uh, this is scaring the hell out of me. <laughs> I know, dude. I know. I, I've done at least like a couple hundred podcasts, and 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 here I am doing something that I do all the time, getting actually a little nervous for once. So, uh, yeah. well, yeah, but yeah. this is uh, this is like with the this is with a camera, and that we yeah, I guess. Yeah, um, I, 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 I'm used to playing guitar and stuff in front of lots of people, so I don't know. It's weird why it's bugging me. I don't know why. I was gonna go down to Rio for the really quickly for the real quickie Brazilian facelift, but I couldn't deal with the goatee they were gonna leave. <laughs> That's it. But it, you know, it's interesting. Well, that was Again, funny. Because Jeez, you can process, funny. you can process all this information in so many ways. You know, I've seen people that take their hour-long show, but because they had set topics and what have you, chopping it into smaller pieces and putting those into playlists on YouTube. You know what I mean? Um, there was one guy had he just went and sat in front of his window. <laughs> I was like, "What is? What are you doing?" Okay, never mind. You know, but you got to think. You know. Uh, our cell phone's going to be allowed into sporting events, into concerts. You could sit there and stream the goddamn thing live. <laughs> and I, I, I saw your question about that up in yeah. the dojo chat earlier today. Yeah, man. You got to wonder. Eh? It's like, hmm. I get the feeling that cell phones are more and more going to be something that aren't uh, allowed in a lot of places. Well, Is I mean, it? I think about Google Glass or, you know, the knockoffs that will come to, to act like Google Glass in the near future. The realm between... Um, like, think of a concert. The realm between a pay event where you can, like, close off the event and make people pay to get it, and the digital world, the real world, the, the whole open world has, well, it's suddenly gone away. There is no barrier between the two anymore. And that's, uh, that's going to be an interesting thing in the future. Stop me from bringing my phone to a sporting event. I need that phone. You know? Stop me from yeah. bringing my phone into, uh, into a conference room. I need my phone. So that becomes the new DMCA, you know what I mean? Google, they're, they're almost creating their own work at YouTube because, you know, people are going to start streaming this stuff and getting, you know, people with a brand are going to have to keep monitoring harder than ever. You know what I mean? 1600 Amphoway Way, uh, Mountain View, uh, California. Any lawsuits, send them <laughs> yeah, there. Send them that way, please. <laughs> Not over here, send them there. And you know what? We're done. We did it. Whole hour. Uh, it's wonderful. Yeah. Every week it blows my mind that we did this and we did it. So, um, Dave, we have to we have to take our exit. But, dude, thank you for jumping in and saving my bacon. Uh, this always week. a pleasure. Always a pleasure. Um, friends, that was Dave Harry from Verve Developments. Um, you can you can read him at Search News Central. You can see him half an hour from now at a Google Hangout. Go to searchnewscentral.com. Grab the URL for the Hangout. And you can hear him periodically on web on Webmaster Radio. You can hear Dave Davies and I on Webmaster Radio this time next week. Um, on behalf uh, again on behalf of Dave Harry from Verve Development, this is Jim Hedger from Web from Digital Always Media. You've been listening to Webcology on WebmasterRadio.fm. Stay tuned. More great content coming up on the network. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. 
We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs. On demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.webmasterradio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. With an IRN USA Business News Update, I'm Mark Thomas. Walmart Stores Incorporated's quarterly profit just missed Wall Street expectations on 